yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this starting in three, two, one. Who looks forward to Wednesday? You do, medium sports fan. This is Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday, yeah. Sports Wednesday. That was a nice finish, a little different really on the finish. Good. Yeah, very nice work, Maestro. For some reason, I got a California surf vibe from that one. Ooh, I like that. Hmm. All right, welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports talk for the medium fan. I am your host, Pete Brown, the big man on campus, and these are my co-hosts. First up, he doesn't care that Urban Meyer coaches football. He's been tweeting hashtag blad eyes all week. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coach. Basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, Coach? Oh, I'm good. I'm good to be back. Good to be back behind the microphone. That's right. We took last week off. Uh, totally was planned way in advance. And uh, <laughs> we're, that was not a 9.50 p.m. decision on Tuesday night, that's for sure. We're, but we, uh, we are glad for the rest. We're at maybe next week right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we are at maybe next week. All right. And that was my other co-host. How much does he like sports? So much. It's the maestro, <laughs> Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? Hello. All right. Well, folks, uh, before we get into it, I want to let you know that uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Singular Wednesday. And the big news is we broke a thousand followers this Ooh-wee. week. Yes. Yes. And so, so that means we get uh, a song from Maestro, and uh, Coach and Maestro have both agreed since we broke a thousand followers that they're going to to purchase and and use my goal ringtone uh for the following week and report back on how that goes well i've already downloaded it (laughs) folks i'll tell you what you look forward to receiving calls when they're announced by a middle-aged croatian american man losing his shit in the world cup (laughs) bmoc can you do me a favor do you have your phone close to you Yep. I want you to text me. I want to see if this works. You want me to text you? Text me right now. Text you. All right. Text me. This could be huge. (laughs) (laughs) Especially for you, BMOC. I I dare you to leave that on your text message all week. Oh, I will. And And it's the first week of school, if uh, I'm not mistaken. And I usually have my phone religiously turned off. I will have it completely on all week. All week. Excellent. Well, we're expecting a lot of sales. And folks, (laughs) if you're interested in getting the goal ringtone, uh, just head to sportswednesday.com backslash merch. Brand new page there has links to uh, purchase it for iTunes and Android. All right. A thousand followers, Maestro. Let's hear it. One thousand. (laughs) Twitter. Nice work. And of course, folks, if you want to follow us on in- on Instagram, we are a little bit under a thousand on Instagram. What do we at nine fifty? How many do we got, Maestro? What do we got, Maestro? Gotta be we're, like- still, we're we're still hovering at sixty. Sixty. All right. And we're at Sports Wednesday on Instagram. You get to see hats of the week. You get to see <laughs> giant gumballs. Fine tuning, uh, fine tuning our Instagram content strategy. I can't wait yeah. till it explodes with loveliness. 
I need an intern is what I need. Yes. All right, let's get into it, Act 1, folks. And uh, our Act 1 main story that we were going to talk about last week and is still relevant this week is the goings-on at Ohio State University here in Columbus and a, a gentleman by the name of Urban Meyer. Coach, you want to break it down for us? Yeah, so uh, Urban Meyer had a wide receiver coach. What His name is Zach Smith. Uh, there was some domestic... Um, Disturbances, the 2009 in Florida, and then there was 2015 here in uh, Columbus. And the initial reaction to the whole thing was Urban Meyer uh, supposedly said he knew nothing about it, then came out and said he did his due diligence. And people were throwing their hands up saying Urban Meyer should be fired. And then all of a sudden, another report comes out and the mother of the woman that was apparently in these disturbances is talking about out against her own daughter and it's turned into quite a circus. Yeah, it is a circus. So uh, Urban Meyer is at Big Ten Media Days and people started asking him about this and he said, I have no recollection of this. Uh, and then he released a statement a couple days later saying, I wasn't prepared for that question. I shouldn't have said that. I should have just said I'm not prepared for the question. And uh, in his statement, he said he did find out about it and reported. Is that correct? Yes. So he said he basically did what he was supposed to do and reported it up to Gene Smith. That's right. And so he's been uh, suspended while they investigate this and make a decision, right? So yes. if he if he did report it, he's done what he's supposed to do. Uh, if he didn't report it, we'll see what happens. Do you have any idea how this might turn out? Well, I mean, with the new information and, and, and the reason why they're taking, they, they basically said it's going to be 14 days until they make a decision. Those 14 days are up on Sunday officially. So I think they took this much time to basically weigh out. I think they were looking for any way can we can we keep Urban Meyer? They were basically doing, you know, any way possible to see if they could keep him. And I think it was the right thing to do. I think in having a knee jerk reaction and it could have been if if the new information that comes out is true, which I don't know if it is or not, but if it is, then waiting this amount of time. It was the right thing to do, I, but I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people. He could be suspended for four games. He could be not suspended at all, or he could lose his job. But I feel are you like talking about people. Or are you talking about neighbors or like Ohio State administrators? Well, uh, insider. So, so I will say that there was a slight insider uh, that I know that is uh, the mother of of the woman, Courtney Smith. There's a connection there. Basically, that's all I'll say. Mm -hmm. And, okay. and and there's kind of a corroboration about what the mother is saying um, about her, maybe her stability. If so, to, so I'm what I'm saying is in the beginning, it looked like he was going to lose his job immediately. And I might've been the yeah. first person to say, if, if he did lie about this and this did happen the way it says, he should be fired immediately. Yeah. Um, but if now it, it looks like I'd say that the, the, the meter is starting to, the scale is starting to tip in his favor. And I, I think he'll be here. Yeah, uh, tipping towards suspension. You mean? Yes, maybe a, maybe a one or two. I think oh, they'll actually go four games. Which oh I, yeah, they they want they will do whatever they can short of firing him because they don't want to fire him. No, no. I wouldn't. And want to fire. Uh, you know, Jim Trestle lost his job over a couple of tattoos. Is this comparable? Not comparable. Uh, it, part of the story was: Did this woman who suffered the domestic abuse text his wife about it? Yes. Yeah, so so uh, Shelly Myers did. Receive a text 
No, she did. She did receive a text, and there was apparently supposed to be pictures that were sent. And this is when the, it was like basically Urban Meyer was swirling around the toilet bowl. It looked like he was going mm-hmm. straight down. Yeah. Um, but the waters have settled, and and it it is a murky mess right now because there's two different reporters that are coming in and saying one side and the other side, and. Yeah. Sounds like Gene Smith is in the hot seat a little bit. Too. And here's what I would say. If anybody does get fired, it could be him. Because yeah. don't forget, they're also embroiled in that whole wrestling and the doctor. Oh, uh, that's right. That's a hot mess, too. That's right. So Gene uh, Smith. Uh, wrestling wrestling doctor molester scandal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Gene Smith might be looking for a way. For a job. For a job, I think. so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so the, the alleged abuser, his name is Zach Smith. Uh, am I correct that he is Earl Bruce's grandson? That is correct, and that's and, and that might be why they were putting up with him. Yes, because he came out today. He had a, a DUI in 2013, and and he didn't tell anyone about it. <laughs> he sounds just like a classy guy. He's he's a peach. From I'm what I, from what I've heard from him, because I still don't understand why he's there, but I guess he was a decent recruiter, but a very mm-hmm. average coach. And I question, I mean, how loyal do you have to be to, to Earl Bruce? This guy sounds like a, a complete, to say it in a nice way, family friendly, a complete knucklehead. Like, yeah. I, I don't look at the names that are on that staff. Greg Schiano, um, yeah. these guys are like class A sought after coaches. And then you got Zach Smith, you know, who, mm-hmm. it's just some dude. Zach Smith, comma, abuser. Yes, comma, abuser. And he was fired this past July when the university found out about what was going on. Right. So they made their so, quick – I don't know. It's so, it's such a so, hot mess. So, Coach, let's, uh, let's, let's all do a prediction here and make it worth a point. Okay. Your option is fired or suspension and how many games suspension. Okay. I'm going to go first. I'm going to say okay. suspended, four games. Okay. Maestro? Um. I'll say suspended two games. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say suspended five games. Oh, all right. I took a look at the schedule. They don't need them till game six. Anymore. No, they probably get away until game seven. What is game uh, although their their non conference schedule is is decent this year. They're not playing. You know, they're playing Oregon State. That's a decent opponent. And TCU. Yeah. They're playing TCU too, so that sure. could be a tough one. So none of us think they're going to fire him over this, no. which is odd because. I, frankly, I think it's worse than a couple of free tattoos. But, oh, it's way worse. But know. the story is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've read that report from, I think it's Jeff Snook or Jeff Shook. Uh, maybe yeah. Snook, the, the reporter that basically put everything out on um, on Facebook. And it's long. I mean, there it's really yeah. long. But if you take the yeah. time to read it, if any of that is true, and the mom's coming out and trying to corroborate it right now, it definitely paints a different light. Not, I'm, and, yeah. and, and by no means am I saying if any of this occurred, is it right? But it's a different situation. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If Urban Meyer, when he first got that question, said, I'm not ready to answer that question or said, yes, I knew about it and reported it, I think he'd be in a lot less trouble. Than Way he less trouble. Yeah. You'd think he'd be prepared for that. Uh, but I also think he's he's one of those coaches like Saban and – Chip Kelly was at Oregon, and a lot of these guys that get on these thrones, they they really think they're immune to that. That they can control it. They they can control the narrative, as 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 people would say. They could take care of it, and that's it's crazy talk because all that stuff and and the way people are connected, it you can't do it. It's going to come out. Yep. All right. Anything else you want to add to this, Maestro? Uh, no. We want to talk about. Uh... 
potential national championship picks. Yeah, I wanted to move right into that here. It's it's the preseason. They started practicing, so we're going to make our long-term. This is a long-term pick. Who wins the national championship? Uh, we're talking about uh, the Bowl Championship Series, Coach, not Division One AA. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I'm going to let Maestro pick, then Coach, and then I'll go. Now, just as a thing, are we picking the four playoff teams and then picking the winner? I, I thought we would just pick the winner at this point. Okay. Because I'll have if we pick the four playoff teams, I would have to write all that down. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sucks is that it just seems like it's the same damn teams every year. Yeah. Because it is the same damn teams every year. Yeah. Who are you picking, Maestro? I mean, how can you not pick? Uh, well, actually, I'm going to say Clemson. Okay. Nice. Maestro takes Clemson. Coach, to you. I'm going to take... Well, the coach is making that noise when he's, he's not that's certain. The ba- that's the Bama noise. <sighs> F-Bama. So, F-Bama, I'm taking the Bulldogs. I'm taking Georgia. Noise. Whoa, huge. Georgia. That was, was going to be my pick, but you guys are leaving me Alabama, so I'll take them. Take them. Take Bama. <laughs> Poor guy. Right. Oh, you have to take the juggernaut. Juggernaut. Nobody's going outside in, little Oklahoma. Or see, Wisconsin. I had my. See, I had Wisconsin is in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, nice. Who, who else did you have in the playoffs? There, coach. Just the, the three you picked plus plus Wisconsin. That's funny. You guys. So no, no OSU. You no. Think this, you think the Mercedes I mean, I, thing is going to mess them up? No, I don't. I just don't. I just don't think. <sighs> Despite Urban Meyer, I think they're going to have a hiccup, and I think it's going to keep him out of the Big Ten championship game again. And they're going to have one loss, and they won't be able to play for it. And it's going to be the same thing. But Penn State, Uh, Penn State's going to lose this year. They don't got Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I like Wisconsin. It's their year. Notre Dame. Mm. Notre Dame's not doing it for you. No, no, they never do. (laughs) All right. What about Nebraska? They got that new coach. Nope. Nope. No. Uh, and so just a heads up for you guys, next week we're going to be picking conference champions for oh, a bunch of conferences. Nice. Including the oh, I'm okay, excited. So that'll be, that'll be a big one next who's, week. Who's hot in the MAC this year? Who's hot? Oh, <laughs> Who's hot? Ohio, Ohio University picked to win the MAC. Yeah. They, they are picked? Uh, they are. A lot of people are picking them. Go Cats because of their quarterback. A lot, good quarterback, a lot of return, mm. returning players. Second oldest coach in college. We got to get that road trip on, some, on the schedule. Schedule. For sure. All right. Well, uh, guys, uh, about two weekends ago, we did the Pelotonia. We've been talking about it here for weeks. Who wants to give us a little Pelotonia recap, the 45 miles that we rode uh, back on August 3rd, was it? Yes. It was hot. It was hot. It was steamy. It was a steamy, hot, fantastic weekend. It was. And I'll tell you what, uh, Coach, now, Meister and I have been riding this for seven years. Meister, I'd say it was probably the the most uncomfortable weather-wise. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little uh, humid. A little humid, okay. Humid. I thought it was hot. I feel feel like our post-Pelotonia takes have kind of faded now because it's been, been, been over a week and, uh, I would say this though. I, the past three years uh, with with coach riding, there's this stretch uh, in the final, <laughs> <laughs> the final stretch there uh, where typically he or I uh, would give the finger to the other person, and then it it was on like Donkey Kong, and we'd all start flying down. 
this long stretch of road. And uh, this year, I, I, I was glad that that didn't happen. I'm like, I'm not doing it. If he comes up and gives me the finger, I'm letting him go. I, I, and that's so funny you said that because the contemplation was there, but it took me a millisecond to say, I don't have it in my tank. There's just no chance. I guess I, we are getting it. I coasted right by Peter. I thought that he'd put up a fight. I, I got to tell yeah. you, that the heat... I mean, I knew I could finish, and I wasn't in yeah. danger of not finishing. But the heat definitely sapped my my kick. Like usually yeah. at the end, you get excited. I was excited to finish. I love finishing, and that last, I mean, it gets a little wonky in there where you're on highways. But when you come in to finish, you get excited. You have an extra kick, and but it, it was hard to dig deep and find it today. That you know, this year, yeah. not because of the motivation, but because of the heat and the, and the humidity. For sure. And this year well, too, you know, there's a, a couple of miles from the end where the the, the longer stretch, like the hundred milers, go right and we go yeah, left. Usually, right. we're always kind of like, I can do it. <laughs> I can do <laughs> it. Let's go right. But not oh, this this, this year, everybody was like, Nope. nope. <laughs> we're not even making the joke anymore. Nope. Couldn't. So. Uh, but it was a great event. Uh, Maestro hosting the post Pelotonia party. That was great, also. Uh, enjoyed that uh, you can still donate actually donations run through October so if you're hating cancer and you want a good uh, good way to express that uh, head to sportswednesday.com all of our links are there on the homepage click on the one that says big man on campus and make a donation <laughs> I think that's the last time I get to do that Joe that's I'm going to put it away for a year now I'm going to give a uh, have you guys I'm going to give some stats here we had uh, okay almost 8,500 riders this year I think that's the most ever Um, We're at 16.2 million raised this year, which is fantastic. And then our total for the, since, you know, this was the 10th, 10th year, 172 million. I think we're sneaking up on 173. So impressive, impressive stuff. Yeah. And even though they had all those riders uh, where, where the 45 milers roll off, which was uh, from downtown, uh, they, they moved the 25 milers somewhere else. So it felt like less crowded at the beginning. Yes, Mm -hmm. it did. So, uh, very good. So, and have you guys made your your fundraising goals? I'm really close. Like, I think a hundred dollars close. So, if you're out $100 there, hundred dollars will do it, people. A hundred bucks and get coach over. Come on, get me over, over. the hill. Uh, how about you, Maestro? Yeah, I think I I think I hit mine a, a couple days before the ride, so I'm in good shape. Nice, nice. I'm in good shape. Also, I just went over two thousand. So, I'm, damn, I'm really well done. Nice. Look at you hitting your stretch goal. It's the Sports Wednesday. Hundreds of thousands of listeners, you know, they hate cancer. Yeah, I love that. So So I'll tell you what, folks. You know how I always say, click on the one that says big man. This week, click on the one that says coach. He needs a hundred bucks to get over (laughs) that. That's awesome. That's right. A hundred bucks before uh, he's going to... Sorry about that. hundred bucks. <laughs> I thought we before, lost. I thought I lost. Before a hundred bucks before he hits his. Oh, well done. <laughs> I shouldn't have told you. Once again, your text. You're going to text the hell out of me, aren't you? Head to sportswednesday.com backslash merch, and you can buy Goal, the very first ringtone produced by by Pete Brown and Blue Monkey Communications and the Sports Wednesday Podcast team. Nice. Good times. Noise. Uh, okay. Noise. Oh, man. That means our first commercial is back to the very classic. Folks, <laughs> how many times have you been sitting around saying, I want to play a basketball-themed board game? 
and you couldn't do it because there's not one on the market. Well, let me tell you, there might be one on the market Ooh. called Hoopsters. Coach and I invented this board game uh, back in 2003. We've been slowly trying to get it to market. Uh, Coach, uh, every week we give some updates on Hoopsters. Uh, you got any updates this week? Uh, I got a few. The only update is that you uh, you sent me the PDF so I can try to do the um, the printer thing with the wax paper and try to put it on the on the wood and see if it works. That's my next goal. Yeah. yeah. And so 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 basically, in the past week, you received received an email from me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice work there, Coach. Yes. Uh, our, our current short-term goal is to get a second set built before August is out, and I've made progress towards that by working, working the internets and working Etsy. I found some guys in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, who hand-build wooden boxes what? and laser laser engrave the top. So I ordered one. What? Uh, I did. It's it's on its way. No way! Uh, I also. I ordered one custom dice from a company. I just want to see the quality of it. Uh, but they're in Kent, they're in Kent, Ohio, and I think we can save a lot of money just by picking up the custom dice there rather than having them ship them. Yes, that was like five bucks for a custom dice. And then I ordered a lot of a hundred dice on eBay for like nine bucks. Jeez, you were so busy. Yeah, so so when the board when when the box gets here, I just have to drill you know drill it out, and I think we'll be pretty close to uh, having that second. <laughs> oh, that is that that's a huge update. You withheld that until right now. I know, and and I I don't know if you guys noticed like once I moved this big project off off my slate at work, suddenly I was going for Mickey Clutch. Oh, everything that I've been like everything. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, so I, I just spent a couple hours uh, working the internet's to see, and I, and I'm like, you know. This set will end up costing me, I think, about 55 bucks to build, which means, you know, if hey, the first uh, set costs like 80 bucks, so I think we're going to the we're right We're going direction. down in the right way. How, how much, Maestro, how much would you pay for a custom hand-built wooden board game? 75 bucks? At least. Hey, I wanted to ask you guys, did one of you guys take the game board after the party? I did. Okay. Yeah, we didn't lose it. <laughs> Very good. I wasn't sure. If, All right, Bob. I wasn't sure if President Trump stole it when he was driving by. <laughs> That's right. Actually, we, I forgot to mention that entirely. So Maestro hosted the post Pelotonia party as he always does, uh, but President Trump was having a rally at the high school that's literally in Maestro's backyard. So we all had to get to Maestro's house before they shut down the streets at five thirty, and then. <laughs> We saw the whole motorcade roll by as he got there, and then we went and partied for a while, and then we saw the whole motorcade roll after he left. It was exciting. Thrilling. He didn't, he didn't stop because he was not invited to the party. No. Noise. Good times. Good yeah. good, uh, good remembering there. So, yeah, so 75 bucks I think is a little high, but I am seeing like custom wooden board games going for like 60 and 55 bucks. so we're not too we're far We're not too off far off. Oh, I'm excited. We'll uh, and if you want to stay in the loop and know when you can buy that Hoopster set, go to hoopsters.store or sportswednesday.com and click on newsletter. Drop in your email address and uh, and we will keep you in the loop. And once again, the next three subscribers <laughs> will get Still. a magic eight ball pen so you can offload the burden of decision making in your life. It just put your email in. We're going to send you this pen and you click it and it tells it, it it's a magic eight ball. It's just glorious. Uh, 
I might make three fake email accounts and subscribe just so we can end the Magic 8-Ball pin promotion. Like many many things on this show, it started off strong and then it's just slowly died. It's fizzled. We're coming up to Act Two, and uh, we have this little tradition that's been going. We have a, we find an Irish guy, and we find a guy with a guitar. We put them together, and we get into Act Two. Let's hear it, guys. Act Two's got some thrilling, thrilling things to look at. We're not going to talk about Tiger Woods, but we will talk about American Fiasco. So, if you'd like to stick around, Act Two. <laughs> You've got that dialed in now, Maestro. The time limit. Did you figure that out? That's perfect. Oh, yeah, my 10 seconds. Killed it. Actually, we should be talking about Tiger Woods this week. I know, Tiger. But it's golf. It is. It's not even on Peter's radar. Well, you'll have to save that for final thoughts. Yeah, maybe we will. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Okay, so... Uh, talking so, and actually, it was a final thought a couple of weeks ago when I recommended the American Fiasco podcast. Journalist Roger Bennett from England uh, has put this out, and it basically walks you through the story of the U.S. men's national team and their participation in the World Cup, really focusing on the mid '90s to the 1998 World Cup. And uh, I knew Coach would like it because, as longtime listeners of the show, both of you, <laughs> no, Coach, you. Coach. <laughs> And the state of American soccer is a sore spot. And he really, you know, he's constantly wanting to talk about why soccer isn't isn't taking hold here. So I'm curious um, what your reaction was. And Meister, I know you listened to the show too. So uh, what what your reaction was to, to, to this particular podcast? Oh, I absolutely loved it. Like at first, like it's hard to... The, the, the take he takes in the beginning is how much he loves soccer. And then he talks about 90 and then 94 and then the building of this team and and talking about how Steve Sampson got the job and and how he came out of nowhere and he's putting these players talking about John Harks and um Alexi Lalas and Eric Winaldi. and like I remember all the, those guys were like superheroes for mm-hmm, a short yeah. period of time and I remember they burned so bright so I was like the way that not to kill it for everyone but the way that it was headed I was like this is such a billboard for American soccer where is the fiasco and they yeah. get to 98. And wow, the lead up to 98 it's is one fiasco after yes. another. Have, have you guys listened? So you've listened. I've only I, listened to I, it. I binged it. Like I got oh, to yeah. like four or five and I was like, this is, they're short. They are, they're they are nice and short. Like yeah. he's, you know, that's the, probably the way you should do a pos- podcast. But American fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first description of uh, the first description of Sports Wednesday said, "Take fifteen minutes and listen to our show." <laughs> Do that times four, and you'll get the whole show. Yeah. I will say, I'm always fascinated because you know we're Americans, and yeah, we like America, but you know it's it's America. We kind of get sick of it. But when you hear these guys that are so fascinated and love America, you know, so he's oh, like he does soccer fan, and then he just loves everything America. It's just crazy. Yeah, but yeah, and I'll tell you what, a couple of things he does really well because he's a reporter, right? But he puts himself in the story, and and I remember being a reporter when you had to kind of stay separate from the story, and there were so many times you're like, oh, but I I want to, you know, I want my personal take yeah. to be in there, and I think I think he does that really really well, uh, and he's entertaining to listen to. He asks tough questions. He doesn't shy from them. No, right? When like there's there's this point where Steve Sampson says, you know, they 
Steve Sampson puts in this this three six one formation oh. that's very difficult to play for the first game against Germany, and all the players are like, "Oh my god, we hated it." We kept complaining about it, and Steve Sampson's like, "Nobody ever came to me." Yeah, and literally every player is like, "We did." I came to him and said, "We, <laughs> yeah, right." I love that. So uh, I, I'm not finished. I'm on episode eight right now, uh, but I think there's there's only a couple more. For, uh, for some it. reason, okay. For so- some reason, iTunes pushed me to the end, so I listened to the first one, and then it bumped me to the 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 um, uh, the Freakonomics version. That it's mm. like episode twelve, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So I jumped to twelve and then went back to two and three. So. Mm. So you're like like those people who get a mystery and they read the last page first, so they know how. It I don't ends. know. Did you guys all get to the Freakonomics episode yet? It's not really. It does not really, really give away. Yeah, it's just like a kind of a recap. Yeah, recap. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's something I wanted to ask you guys about. I don't know if you got this far, Maestro, or not. So, uh, there's one episode called Captain for Life, and it's about John Harks, yes. who was the captain. It was yeah. going to be the captain for life, and then uh, before the '98 World mm-hmm. Cup. Uh, Steve Sampson kicked him off the team and didn't say why. And and nobody knew why, not even the players. And it didn't come out till like 2011 that he was kicked off the team because he had had an affair with Eric Winalda's wife. Oh, but. And so I'm curious, go ahead, coach. What was your take? So on that I do remember that. I remember him getting kicked off and having no idea, but I just figured John Harks was being a crybaby because he was getting older for, I mean, he wasn't too old, but I was like, okay, he's just an aging Willie Mays type player. But hearing the other players talk about how great he was, here's the thing that shocked me about that. What I was going to talk about is Eric Winalda's reaction to it. Right. And go ahead. And, and, and his reaction was basically Samson shouldn't have kicked him off the team. <laughs> Whoa! He's like, but yeah, most most of the players they said they said he should have given him a chance to make it right, right? right? It's like make it right with Ronaldo, make it right with the team, and you can stay. But but Samson didn't do no. it. He just kicked him off and didn't. Explain. And they're all like that. That killed what us if- because he was one of our best players. Mm. Yeah. So what would you have done, Coach? God, that's a tough one. I mean, I I think I would have I would have confronted. Uh, had Harks say, you need to talk to Wanalda, you need to work this out. If you can't, Wanalda makes the choice. If Wanalda can live with you, I can live with you. Mm. Because, I mean, it had nothing to do with soccer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a horrible so, thing and, that he did. And, and, the, and the way it came out on, on ESPN. It's like a, like, a, live. like a side note. Some guy throws it in. Yeah. And I was like, what? This all happened? I can't believe it. <laughs> So it's it's a fantastic podcast. So Even if you don't like soccer, but you're just a sports fan in America, you'll like it. Uh, Coach, I can't help but notice, though, like you are a John Harks fan. Huge. Huge John Harks fan. Uh, you're a Rick Manning fan, correct? <laughs> yes. Voice of the Indians, Cleveland Indian center fielder who had an affair with Rick Wise's wife. <laughs> what uh, is it about, what about an adulterer? And you're a, you're a Tiger Woods fan, too. <laughs> I got to say, you're pro-infidelity. <laughs> it's all coincidence. <laughs> you stay away from our wives. I'll tell you what, as soon as I heard that about John Harks, that, that joke just formed in my that mind. Was, I've been waiting that was for really weeks, good. Yeah. That was, that was uh, a good. John, so John Harks was uh, considered the first American to sign with an England oh. an English professional team. And, and what team did he sign with? Oh. Liverpool. No. Sheffield no. Wednesday. He signed with official team of the Sports Wednesday podcast, Sheffield Wednesday, and uh, 
he did quite well there. And and they talk about this goal that he made. And I looked it up on YouTube and it was unbelievable. His first goal was from I'm going to tell everyone right now listening, all of you, if you have not seen it and you have any idea or appreciation for soccer or don't, you have to see this goal. It's amazing. Wait, 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 wait. So he he actually did play for Sheffield. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a Harks fan? You didn't the, the no. Sheffield Wednesday thing? I had no idea. Like when I watched this goal, I knew he played in the in somewhere in England back then. And I it's I had no idea about Sheffield Wednesday. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's yep. all sick. But we, we have we have all been looking for Sheffield Wednesday Harks jerseys ever since we figured this out. <laughs> so I will uh, Yeah. So so check out American Fiasco. Uh it's a great podcast. Nice work, Roger Bennett. Uh I'm sure you'll listen to to Sports Wednesday to get <laughs> I'm sure get this and, and that would be awesome. Uh, and, and I'll say this too: um, Sheffield Wednesday tied. They were back in action this past weekend against Hull city and they had a one, one tie. Uh, as you guys know, I've been texting you various links as I learn more about the Wednesday as new Sheffield Wednesday fans. And I found this owls America organization. Yes. And one of the people who started it is on Twitter at Ohio owls. What? So what? Like to yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to him, see if we can get him on the show oh. and say what do we need? What do we need to know? Is well, New Sheffield he Wednesday? the games? We got to go watch a game with him if he's in Ohio. I know, I know. So, I think what I think that's a that's a future show. We'll try and get him on. And I I do want to make one more comment before we move okay. on from fiasco. I do want to say for crew fans and um, and I know if Tyler is listening, but I will say this that as far as crew fans, which is the local team that could stay or not yep. stay. Uh, one yeah. of the famous crew players is Frankie Hayduke, and Frankie Hayduke right. in this podcast comes off as a rock star. I got to tell he you, is awesome. he is awesome. Yeah. All those guys are complaining, and he's like, "I love, I loved it, it I man. It was awesome." Yeah. And his whole story about and being in UCLA the night before they're supposed yeah. to go somewhere—you, you, you got to listen to it just for that. It's so good. Yeah, that's right. So the night before they're supposed to fly to China. <laughs> Uh, they're in Pasadena, and he went to UCLA. Yes. Frankie Hayduk did, and so he went to UCLA to party. He woke up at ten the next morning in somebody's house, and the flight was he at ten thirty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was bad for him for a couple yeah. for a while, but he uh, he's in his surfer voice, which surfer surfer voice, which is it's so good, it's worth listening yeah. to. Yeah, and he still lives in Columbus. Yeah, too, he which still I does yeah. from the podcast. Yeah, so he must have kids mm-hmm. here. So. Maybe we'll get him. He's on. the wiry defensive man with the long hair. Midfielder. Oh, he's midfielder. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, he played. He was a striker on the crew. Wasn't I he? think so. I, well, maybe he was yeah. a striker. He's like an outside kind of outside back, or like a like a half yeah midfielder. He's, a, he's mid- offensive. He he plays. He yeah. scores goals. If uh, if we can get him on the podcast, can we do it live from Maestro's base? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Oh God, yes. He's, He's a big hockey fan too, if I recall. Yeah. Is he? We got to get him on. All right. Yeah. Well, check out American Fiasco. Uh, it, it is a fascinating story of the U.S. men's national team. Uh, speaking of things that need to retire, <laughs> <laughs> logo madness has haunted us. Now, this started out with the best of intentions. Oh. We, we had a show where we, we argued out and seeded the top eight American League logos, and then we've had voting going on. And for a long time, we only had three votes. There's three hosts of the show. I think you can do the math and figure out who was voting. I actually texted you guys. I'm like, here's the link. Each of you text five people and have them go vote. Voting ended at 9 p.m. tonight, and I can finally announce 
Yeah. In a five to four stunning win, the Detroit Tigers have the best American League. X could have called that. As chosen by nine baseball fans. Nine. So that's pretty representative of the United oh, States. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we got to put Logo Madness out of its misery. I'm glad to not talk about it again. I think it's like New we, Coke. You know, it was a great idea, but um, it just didn't work. We got to do well, the, the National is, League, though. We don't. We don't have to. I don't down. think we do. I don't know. I, I Here's the thing. I love talking about logos. I don't love listening to people talk about logos in a format that's not visual. <laughs> you mean you don't like that's us exciting. describing what we're talking about? Exactly. You know, remember we had that one show where we were all looking at minor league logos and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool. It's a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> so you're OK. I, I see what you're saying. Maybe once we get uh, once we get to where we're live streaming every episode and we can put up some visuals, I'll reconsider. Okay, we'll put you, we'll hold you to that. Yeah, Overrule me though. You can you can always say, hey, you know what? This we want to do we want to do National League logos. I'm okay with putting it to bed. All right. Yeah, we got to come up with something else though because I am paying five bucks a month for the Bracket Ninja website. I, my mind's already racing. Minus two. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about uh, last week, and I just wanted to bring it up here. Because uh, we do talk about hats quite a bit on the show. When is it okay to retire a hat? And let me tell you why I'm asking. Okay. So I have had this Pitts, Pittsburgh Pirates hat, which has been one of my go-to hats probably the last seven years okay. since I got it. And it's one of those where it's kind of uh, elastic on the back. Okay. And that that elastic is losing its elasticity. Yes. You know, so it's starting to like sit on my head, but not grip my and head. Especially when you get a haircut, and you can't like, wear it. Yeah, right. And I'm feeling like uh, I'm feeling like it's time to retire. And I don't know what do I do. Do I have to burn it in a ceremony like the flag or? No, you you you. What do you guys? You need a, you need a tchotchke shelf no, in your basement. You take a like a pushpin or something in your garage, and you put it in the wall, and you just hang it on the wall. That's where it needs to be. You don't make some special so, shelf. So like, you don't burn it. You hang it up in your garage. I, what if I give it to you? To me? I'll, I'll be like, hey, here's this awesome hat. I would take it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why, so, why, would so you give, why would you give that Chachi a uh, a Buckos hat? Yeah, he's, I would. He doesn't respect would, the Buckos. I know he doesn't. Because <laughs> I said they wouldn't win the the National League. What is it? Central? Don't test it. <laughs> They're not going to win. <laughs> They are. They have fallen to seven and a half games back. Last time yeah. we talked, there were six six games back and, and on a win streak. And made no uh, they, they, Yeah, they've gone five and five. Over I, I, you do not destroy a hat. I'm sorry, you just don't. Especially one hey, that no. has okay. some sentimental value. Um, okay. You hang it up. He says, "Put your shelf." I say, "Hang it up." I had a classic, and I know you guys hate the Yankees. I I found this Yankees gamer hat, like the brand gamer. Yeah. And it, it fit my head. I wore it for years, but I had to tape it. Same thing with it was it had the not, you know, the plastic thing in the back. Yeah. and It was all busted. I had to tape it up to wear it. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. So yeah, it's, it's gone. But it was Yankees. So well, that was- how did you get rid of How did you get rid of it? I threw it out. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was cleaning my crawl space. I hadn't worn it in years. I just came across it. And See, I that's I, I, I mean, it's very hard for me to throw out a hat. Very hard. I've uh, I've not thrown them out. I've I've put hats in like the goodwill bag, but it's like you know, 
somehow I get like somebody visited Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and I ended up with like, yes. a Steamboat Springs. You know, like you know those, what I mean? Like, yes. like a, I'm just like, okay, let's let's donate this. But, somebody will get But if you spent some out. time with this hat, I mean, you've you've had some real good memories or even like i said spent yeah. some time it's worked in your you work to your head you especially if yeah. you mowed a lawn in it and it started to mold to your head i mean there's take a picture oh god the uh the i'll tell you the sweat ring on this hat could tell some yes stories. and that's what you want all right so coach advocates uh retiring it to the wall in the garage maestro just throws everything away because he cares about nothing and he has no soul <laughs> If you if you have an opinion about how you retire a hat, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Just direct message us at Sport Wednesday, like the one thousand thirty three people who are currently yes. following us. And I, you and know, I'd growing? like to get I'd like to get at, at, at least a thousand. I'd like to get at least a thousand responses. So of you, one thousand thirty three. Only thirty three of you. Only thirty three. Get a break. Yeah. And just just to clarify, I'm more yeah. being the devil's advocate here. You guys have been in my basement, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You, yes. You see that I. Keep everything. Yes. All right. <laughs> he didn't want the 1,033 listeners to think he cared for nothing. I And yeah. I respect well, that. Yeah. I've and got, I like, I've got guitar picks that don't even look like guitar picks anymore. He does. And like let me tell you, circular some, pieces of cracked plastic. Some of my favorite maestro uh, thing. He's got uh, uh, an original Battlestar Galactica Viper. Oh, yes. If yes. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And, uh, with the Cylon in the cockpit. And he has an electronic soccer game. Is that right? I do. Yep. The yeah. purple one. Mm-hmm. Mattel. There's just some great stuff there. The only reason I wouldn't go the, the um, shelf route is the hat, when sitting on a table, looks collapsed and dead. And I think hanging it on the wall, Maestro or coach style, at least gives it some dignity. Right. And when you walk in your garage, I've, I've, got a look couple, at uh, I've got a couple chocolate beers I think that hat would look great on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Well, we'll save that for another day. We'll tell you all the story of the two chocolate beers that continue to get passed between Co- or Maestro and myself. All right. So that uh, that brings us into the segment that will never die. Never. Never. I don't care. I don't care if it's worse than a thousand logo madnesses. <laughs> You're bringing it in. We'll never. I can't quit you, hats of the week. I can't quit you. Coach, you wearing a hat? I am wearing a hat. Is it a pro sports team? It is a pro sports team. Ooh. Baseball? Baseball. Cubs. But it's. No. No. They are a professional team. Clippers. Correct. Columbus Clippers. Yes. You already wore that one. This is a new one. one? Now there's a story behind this hat. I got this hat. I got this hat opening weekend when Huntington Park opened up. So this was when the Clippers came back. Opening weekend, they gave this hat out. It has Huntington Bank on the side. It's a it's a beaut. I I, I couldn't believe I found it. It's a nice hat. I mean, it's worn in. This is one, Pete, that at some point will be hanging on the wall at my garage. Mm. I gotcha. (laughs) Goes right to the wall of honor. Yes. Maestro, are you wearing a hat tonight? I am. Is it a sports is it, team? It is a sports is team. Is it a it's professional a sports team? It is, and it's a local team. Local team. Oh, I bet you I know. Blue, Blue Jackets. Damn you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's my son's hat. I stole it, but I like it. Is that the one he just got? 
Yeah, the one I got the, yeah. at the ambush game. Nice. Nice. So, right. um, so did we, just just hanging out. So, did, did, so uh, BMOC, are you uh, yeah. are you wearing a hat? I'm not wearing a hat tonight, guys. But I am wearing a shirt, a sports themed. Okay. Shirt. Yes. Is it a um? Is it a baseball team? It is not. Okay. But it, it is a professional sports team. <gasps> the Browns. Nope. And I'll tell you, I'll give you one more guess. Uh, I will tell you that uh, I got it as a promotion attending a game. Hmm. Man. I'm going to say it's a Cleveland Cavaliers shirt, and you got it at the playoff game. You're cr- you are yes! correct. Yes. Oh, bang. Boom. shirt. And it says on the front, it says it takes teamwork, which I thought was really kind That's of ironic because it should say it takes LeBron. Right? It takes LeBron and four other <laughs> guys. You yeah, you can't make a shirt that says it takes LeBron. So, all right, that was what uh, hats of the week, and that means it's time for our second commercial for Hoopsters, the greatest uh. basketball theme board game you've never played, <laughs> folks. You look. Following the story of Hoopsters is one of the great American business dramas of all time. Uh, Coach and I, I mean, we're going to do well selling this game, but we're going to do better selling our story for a lifetime movie. (laughs) I want Bruce Boxleitner to play me. That's right. And you... That that was awfully quick and and oddly specific. (laughs) Sorry. I've been waiting for that. I want to... I want Ricky Schroeder to play me. Okay. (laughs) You can have a front row seat to this by subscribing to our newsletter. Head to hoopsters.store and put in your email address and we'll let you know when this game is ready. Things are moving. They are moving I am excited. And you know when things start moving. We're going to have two sets in the world. I can't wait. That's exciting. All right. You know, not as exciting as the intro music Maestro has queued up for Act 3. Let's hear it. Bring it. Are you ready? This is a classic. I, 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 I'm so impressed with your timing tonight. You're killing it. Yeah, it's right up. Sounds so good, too. You guys know what's on that list? <laughs> Is that your your doobies? uh, Yes, that was my doobie brothers. Maestro, did you use last week just to practice? No. No. (laughs) He doesn't need practice. He's the maestro. All right, so just a couple things I want to catch us up on. Uh, If you recall a few episodes ago when we argued out what change should be made to a specific professional sport, uh, we agreed that having big league ball players shake each other's hand at the end of the game would be a good change. Uh, and then my job was to tweet this to the commissioner. Uh, Rob Manfred is the commissioner of baseball. He has fewer Twitter followers than we do now. What? He has never tweeted. So I did tweet it to him, but obviously no response. I mean, he is like Mickey Klutz style quiet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Commissioner of baseball, not down with the Twitters. That That bothers me. I know. Do, do you think that when they were interviewing him, they're like, what's your social profile? I, I like parties. That's right. <laughs> so uh, the scoreboard update, Coach, 
Two weeks ago, we had to pick the Major League Baseball team who had hit the most home runs in the following week. Uh, do you, Correct. Did, did you work that out on who got a point there? I I just pushed it to two weeks. Okay. So so um, I believe you picked had the Padres, Padres. Correct. Yeah. And then um, Maestro, you picked the Royals. He said I did. Okay. And then I believe but I think I took he's fifty it. feet away from his microphone. Yes, and then I believe from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because I didn't write it down, and I believe I took the Tigers. Well, so here's how it played out: the Tigers in two weeks were dead last, hit eight home runs, so I'm out. Marlins were second because they were also in there; they hit nine home runs. The Royals went from 90 home runs to 100, so they hit 10 home runs, which is fantastic. If the Padres weren't in it, because the Padres hit 18 home runs. Woo! Padres win. Man. You son of a... Mm. And I gave you first pick that, on that, that was, one, too. That was total first pick. I, I totally oh. lost out on that because uh, I, I just looked at which team had hit the most to that point, and I picked that. Correct. All right, so... The Padres hit 18 yard shots. So that brings us to Maestro, still at the amazing 74 of 113. Uh, that moves me to 69 of 113, separates me from Coach, who's at 68 of 113 uh, ongoing. So uh, this week's challenge is an interesting one. So um, Major League Soccer has games coming up on August 18th, and you have to pick three teams that are going to win. Mm-hmm. One of them has to be an away team, and the scoring works like this. You have to get two of them right to get one point, but if you get all three right, you get three points. Okay. That's a wrinkle I threw in there for no apparent reason other than... I love the wrinkle. I like spending time on the podcast explaining our strange, <laughs> our strange rules. I love the rule. Okay. So uh, let's let uh, let's let Coach go, and then Maestro, and then I'll go. Okay. So I'm going to pick Dallas yeah. to win, mm-hmm. Portland to win, and New York Red Bull to win. And is uh, who who's the away team in there? The away team, I believe, is... Uh, Portland. Let me double check that. And I got that. I got that. There is one away team. Or Dallas, maybe. It was Dallas at Minnesota. So Dallas is the away team. Okay. Uh, Maestro, how about you? So I'm going um, LA Galaxy. Okay. Uh, the Dream. Real, Real Salt Lake. And I, Salt Lake. And I also have the Red Bulls. Over Vancouver. They should have been, instead of Salt Lake, they should have been Real Salt Lick. That would have been more mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. And, there, and uh, I believe it's the Houston, um, Houston Real Salt Lake, and, and I think Real is at Houston. Is at Houston. All right, very good. Uh, what do I have here? I have Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama? And my show sheet's a mess today. I picked uh, Dallas to win. Uh, I, I picked... Uh, Kansas City Sporting, I think is what they're called. KC. Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas City. Sporting KC. And uh, I have the New York um, Football Club. So New York City FC, who's in a way. Okay. And those are my three teams. So it'll be fun on the 18th to see how that goes. Uh, Yes. Just uh, elsewhere, Major League Soccer, there was a a story came out yesterday that maybe Marky Mark would would buy the Columbus Crew to keep them. Yeah, and then uh, today there's a story that says Major League Soccer says there's nothing to this rule rumor. because oh. he just bought a um, a car dealership in in, in Columbus. In Columbus, that's right. Yes, it would be awesome if so he I bought the team. 
Uh, yeah, car dealership, soccer team. What the hell? Yeah, as you know, our shitty ass owner Anthony Precourt is trying to move the team to Austin, Texas. The Austin City Council votes tomorrow, unless they delay it again, on whether or not they're going to approve a stadium deal for him. And I think if they vote yes, uh, the crew is going to be gone. That's oh. that's my prediction. We should have. That's just going to suck. We may need to have uh, Tyler on. Yeah, yeah. Just to, just to hear him weep for for forty minutes. <laughs> Uh, I will say this, you know, Major League Soccer awarded Cincinnati a franchise. I think that was the first nail in the coffin. Yep. Uh, prior to the Cincinnati had a USL team, and this is this United Soccer League, which is kind of like a minor league for Major League Soccer. I did mm-hmm. some research on it, and I, you know, I was checking out the logos and stuff. So, like some teams, like like there's a team in the USL called LA Galaxy Two. Nice. You know. Huh? Yeah, they just they're 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 a minor league team for the LA Galaxy, so they just add a two to their name. <laughs> wow, real original. That's right. So United Soccer League, they are looking for a vice president of marketing, and I was interested in applying for that job, but I don't want to move to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, bring it up. If we lose the crew, maybe we'll get a USL team. That's probably what's gonna happen. I can almost predict it. Columbus Dream. The Columbus Dream. I think we should be the Columbus Frankie Hadjuks. I yeah, totally did. Very good. All right. Looks like I did Logo Madness in the wrong act. I'm not even paying attention to my show sheet. All right. Fantasy baseball update. Uh, Coach, I know that uh, Meister and I have been all over the fantasy baseball team uh, this month. Yeah, thanks for, uh, oh, thanks yeah. for keeping us in. How, how are we doing? <laughs> We're sucking. Oh, no. Um, we have lost, I believe, the last three weeks. We Basically, in three weeks, we've gone from first to fourth. So, to, And it, it really has a lot to do with I, – I just don't want to give up these big names because I know they'll come off the DL at some point, but they're not. Like Steven Strasburg? So, yes. I've held on to him way too long, and now he's, he's an anchor. So I made some moves in trades – no trades, but I made some moves and dropped some dead weight and – We'll see. We just got to make the playoffs. Just got to make the playoffs. How many teams go? I think there's 12 teams, so I think the top four make it maybe. Oh, so right now I think flirting. we're in, we're flirting with disaster. All that work. <laughs> All that work. <laughs> I'm destined. Look, I fell off the – I fell off my, my solid, you know, checking every day to checking – once every other day to checking maybe twice a week. So I, I'm back on. Rest assured, I'm back on. I will spend a lot of time on this. So I know I know. Uh, Coach is a, is a middle school teacher and school starts this week. So you have plenty of time. Like you'll say, kids, put your heads down. Is that what you do when you don't want to teach? Yes, put your heads down. Yes. But I'm trying to figure out why he has been so busy the last few weeks to drop the ball like this, colossally drop the ball. I think it's a what you call a blend of getting stuff done and being busy and also being – What's the word? Lazy. Mm-hmm. I, I procrastinate. Mm-hmm. I'll admit it. I'm Do not you- gonna. I'm not gonna skirt it. I, I was lazy with my responsibilities for fantasy. I'm sorry, Sports Wednesday, yep. baseball players, all of the team. I'm sorry, I didn't manage you well. Let me. Uh, let me ask you this. I effed up. I effed up. And uh, and my wife is a teacher too, so I've observed this, and I'm wondering if it's true for you. Like as you get into August, it's like you suddenly wake up and you're shocked that summer is almost over, and all the stuff that you wanted to do hasn't been done. Did not do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so so you you just power through it in the last ninth inning there. Correct. Yes. 
Very good. Well, it's hopefully, good... hopefully the fantasy team will do a little better. Uh, are we going to do a fantasy football team, or are we going to take a pass on that? Oh, I think fantasy football would be a lot more manageable and fun. Mm. You going to set it up for us, Coach? Yeah, I can do that for us. All right. Mm-hmm. Very good. Maestro's going to start snoring. I can tell. He's uh, there. It is. No, I'm just wondering. Can we still draft Bernie Kosar? Or? That would be awesome. And our backup is Terry Bradshaw. That's right. All right. You guys ready for the stinger? Yeah. Time for trivia. Trivia. Hey, trivia. Nice. That was good. You were right on point, Maestro. Your timing is great today. All right. Tonight's trivia. It's wide open. I said. You can do a question about a team whose hat you own. Mm. <laughs> so who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. Go ahead. Go first. All right. Since I was wearing a Blue Jackets hat tonight, I'll, I'll have some uh, Blue Jackets trivia. In the season 2003-2004 NHL season, Rick Nash, if you recall, the former superstar for the Blue Jackets. Mm-hmm was uh, in a three-way tie for the most goals in that season. My, my question to you, multiple choice, how many goals was it? In two, 2009? 2003, 2003. 2004. Three. Oh, jeez. Yep. Was it 40, 45, 47, or 41? It was 45. Uh, I'll go with that also. 45. Yep. You're both wrong. It was 41. 41. Oh. Who was he tied with? Sidney Crosby? No, it was... I can't remember. I was, Wasn't Sidney Crosby the forgotten Huxable? <laughs> I was going to write it down. <laughs> yeah. so oh, Rick, Rick I Nash, forgot about uh, Sidney Crosby. He was uh, the number one overall draft choice for the Blue Jackets in 2003. And um, I don't know if you guys uh, know this or not. I, I wrote the cover story on him for the Alive that year. Really? I do remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. Back when I was still doing the freelance journalism thing. So uh, mm. I remember asking him what his favorite breakfast cereal was, and he's like, what? <laughs> what the f- are you talking about? Yeah. So he didn't. He about. Didn't. He said, what is that about? Sorry. I don't know what you're talking Sorry. about. So, all right. What about you, Coach? What's your what's your trivia question? All right, so mine is, uh, of course, going to be long and meandering, so just bear with me. Oh, man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this year, the Indians have a Cy Young candidate and an MVP candidate in Corey Kluber and Jose Ramirez. Um, and I thought how cool that would be if the Indians uh, won both the MVP and the Cy Young in the same year. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up to see how often it's happened, and it has happened. So this will be multiple choice. How many times has it happened where the Cy Young and the MVP were from the same team in the same year? So here are your four choices. 12, 12 times, 9 times, 16 times, or 19 times? 19. Okay. I'm going to go with 9. 9. One of you is correct. And that person is not you, BMOC. Well done. 19 times. Whoa. 19 times now here is do you guys want a bonus all right okay so if you'd like i will give you a team and a year and you can try to guess who those two players were do you want to try it yeah okay so i'm going to give you you can pick from any of these teams because these are the most recent okay the cardinals in 05 the twins in 06 and the tigers in 13 2013 so do you want to try any of those 
Uh, yeah, let's see. 2005 Cardinals. Um, it, it's going to be Albert Pujols. Yes. And uh, Chris Carpenter. Okay. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. Well done, PMOC. And, and let me do the 2013 Tigers if I can. It was. Oh, please do this. Justin Verlander and Prince Fielder. No. So the the MV. Do you want to try, Maestro? Uh, this or? is way out of my depth, dudes. Okay. 2013 was Miggy, so it was M- Miguel Cabrera. Oh, okay. And actually, the Cy Young winner is actually the front runner for the National League Cy Young win uh, National League this year. Clayton, and he's won one before. Clayton Kershaw? No, Max Scherzer. Ooh. Scherzer won in 13 for the Tigers. All right, guys. You ready for my yeah, question? Yes. Very good. Are you wearing a hat? Oh, wait. We already got did that. <laughs> uh, I, I picked this team because you guys give me grief that I own this hat. It's the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, oh I've seen that. And this is what I want you guys oh, to one. Good. What was the Blue Jays' first year of existence? What was the <sighs> year they first won an AL East title? And what was the year that they moved into the Sky Dome? Oh my gosh! Okay, and all so, these things happened in our lifetime. All right. So before the, we before we graduated from high school. Really, they're that new to the. Yep. Really. Okay. So. They were their first year in existence. I'm gonna say was '74, and then I'm gonna say they moved their first division title or yeah, pennant. First, first division title. First division title was in eighty hmm, eighty-five. And then I'm going to say they moved in the dome in 88. All right, Maestro, what are you What are you? What, are you what was your with? comment before we started this? That it all happened since we graduated? No, I said it, it happened before in our lifetime, oh, and those three things happened before we graduated high school. Oh, before we graduated high school, so. 89. Gotcha. Dang it. All right. Or maybe you're... You're off graduating high school. <laughs> I'm going to go 76. Oh, she Dang it. 76. No, I'm going to go 77. 77. Um, 88, 89. All right. So, uh, Coach, you got one right. They won their first AL East title in 1985. Oh, good. Remember Rusty Staub on that team? Yes. Uh, their first year. Uh, Maestro nailed it, 1977. Oh, 77. It moved into the Sky Dome in 1989. 89. You guys, and here's here's uh, here's just the bonus bump. What is the Sky Dome now called? Oh, it, it's what's its sponsor? It's um, is it an airline? I don't know. Where the Raptors? Is. Is no, the Raptors don't play there. Molson Golden, <laughs> the Molson Dome. <laughs> The sorry dome. Sorry. Any guess there, Maestro? Uh, the Moosehead Dome. Moosehead. It's the Rogers Center. Rogers Center. Okay, that's right. For uh, Rogers Communications, which is, uh, I think they own the team, actually. That's good that they named it after themselves. Yeah, very good. So I got, so I got two out of three on that? That's hilarious. Yeah, you did great. Nice Thank job. You. You know how many points it was worth? None. We're all about keeping score, you punk. That's right. All right. Uh, 
I really feel like we've invigorated our next sequence. It's corrections or rants. So you can correct something you said wrong, and this is medium-level sports talk, so we have a lot. Uh, or if you choose, you can just do a short rant. Uh, so any corrections or rants for you, Coach? I got a rant, yeah. Oh, no. All right, let's Icebreakers. Icebreakers. I hate icebreakers. The candy? Why do you – no. The things that administrators and other executives mm. think they, they should do with people that they work with. They're dumb. Icebreakers are dumb. I hate them. Okay. <laughs> the rule with the rant, you don't have to support anything. You can just rant. Nope. How about you, yep. Maestro? Uh, no, I have a correction. Not a correction. I'm going to add to the trivia question that I just said. So the other two guys was uh, that won the uh, points or the, the goals for that year. Yeah. Le Clavier. Was, uh, Kovalchuk. Mm-hmm. Kovalchuk from the Canucks, uh, right? I don't know. And then uh, a guy by the name of Jerome Ignalia. Oh, Ignalia. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, he. Now he played for the Canucks or Vancouver. He, yeah, Vancouver Canucks, right? Or Calgary Flames, maybe? One of those two. The Whalers. Jerome Ignalia. He bounced around quite a bit. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. Whalers. And I have low hockey knowledge, and I remember him. Yeah. It's work. All right. So uh, I just, you know, the other day at work, I went to the little snack basket and I got out a bag of uh, uh, sun, sun chips mm-hmm. and I was eating them. And cheddar? They were har- cheddar. Har- harvest, harvest cheddar flavor. Day. And I was like, yeah. oh, really, sun chips? Is the cheese harvest in? Did you get <laughs> suddenly you go out to the fields and harvest the cheddar cheese? Listen, sun chips, you can't make something authentic by throwing the word harvest in front of it. That's fucking bullshit. Cheese is not harvested. I'm coming for you, Sun Chips. I'm coming for you. Wow. Sun Chips better be scared. They, they had better be scared. They are, deli- they are shaking in their bag. The cheddar is pretty delicious. But but can but can we kind of say this out loud? Some Sun Chips suck ass. I mean, nobody eats them <laughs> because they want them. They eat them because they, oh, they're healthy and they're Sun Chips. And I shouldn't eat Doritos because those are bad for me. But I want them. But I'll eat Sun Chips because they taste like cardboard. And they're Man. harvested. That was a, a piggyback rant. That was a piggyback <laughs> Sorry. You opened up You opened up a um, wound. It's like like Coach tagged in. Coach, he did the steal. The <laughs> I've, never seen, I've never seen Coach turn down a snack. Ever. No, and I'll eat them, but I won't like them. Harvest. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for Harvest Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts. Maestro. Oh, you want me to start? Uh, no, you're supposed to say Final so. Thoughts. We're going to try this again. It's time for Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, Maestro, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to bypass the PGA tournament because I know, Pete, you have golf bad memories. So I'm going to have my final thoughts that I had for last week. And I, oh. it was kind of based on the, uh, the, the link, I think, that um, the coach had sent about the shift. Or maybe it was, maybe it was BMOC that sent that, that mm-hmm. article about the shift, which I was fascinated by. But the whole article was about... Um, a fellow we we discussed earlier briefly, uh, Pujols, um, and what Pete was saying about for the Angels. But anyway, it got me to thinking about him because he's got three years left on his contract, right? Mm-hmm. A multi-year, 
many, many millions. Um, yeah. And so it got me to thinking if you were him and this is just broad, it has nothing to do with the shift, but if you're, if you start to suck, do you continue to play or do you retire with that much money on the table? Mm, I think that kind of money is hard to turn down and they also have an ego. Yeah. I think Albert Pujols thinks if I just work out a little bit better, maybe next year will be my year. Let me tell you this though. Like, any team would be crazy to sign him to another multi-year deal. He's he finishes this contract and he is one he's year. Done. He's going to DH, staying in the the American League, and he'll he could probably do that for four or five more years. Oh yeah, you know. But I mean, he already plays a lot of DH now, right? Yeah. So I mean, like he could, he, and he'd be great. I'd sign him for the Indians. I'd give absolutely. Him I would million to DH for the year. Yeah, he's. I mean. No, I, I, he will, he'll never turn that down. He can still, he'll still be able to find a job. He just has to accept his role that he's not the Albert Pujols that, you know, exploded onto the scene was crowned the best player in baseball. I know, uh, I know our listeners in the Cincinnati area right now, they're like, what, 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 DH, (laughs) DH, they can't, they can't comprehend American league baseball. It's just a little too complex for them. Oh man, thank you for joining these. The we, we Peter is talking, we've been uh, slamming Cincinnati his, a he's lot. Talking down to his old bros. I know, I, know, I love it. I love I it. And I was getting the grief from them on text, and I just thought I'm going to return high heat. So you guys, so right, you guys coach, continue to play, is what you're saying. Three years left. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I think it's pretty easy to be a DH in kind of a senior spokesman. Oh I, yeah. I, I don't think it takes a big toll on his body. I mean, it's like golf. No, you you hit four times a day. Yeah. <laughs> you get up to bat four times, and then you're done. Uh, okay, coach. What's your final thought here? Mine was I had I was all over the board. I I, I had one that I was gonna kind of mix between a, a rant and a final thought, but I'm gonna shelve that for when we talk about another topic. And today I was uh, with my son at the skate park, and. Off to the side, there is this giant field, and these people were like kind of warming up. And I thought they were about to, you know, play soccer, but they were practicing rugby. Nice. And I was, I was fascinated because it was like a, it was like a rec team. I'm sure it was. They were like all twenty something. Were, were you in Westerville, the Westerville skate park? No, I was at uh, Worthington, hmm. and uh, and the, they had this one guy that was basically probably their, I don't know, coach slash captain, and it was it was coed, but it was organized, and these. They were like working hard, but what I was fascinated was the drills that they were doing. Cause I, I have no idea how that game is played. I've seen mm. it, but I, I, I really kind of got an idea of how it's played. Like there's a lot of set things that they practice and, and it's misdirection. And, um, I mean, it was fascinating. Like I sat, it must've been an hour and a half practice and I, I, I didn't do anything. I just sat and watched that, but I also really loved it for the fact that out of all the things that I say about youth sports and people playing sports and why do we play sports? These 11 people or so were there literally just for the love of this game because they, they're they there in the evening. They were probably looking forward to it all day to go to this practice, to get out there and run around with their friends and play this game. I mean, they were, they were trying really hard and having a blast and high-fiving. And I guarantee after it, they all went to some local place and probably had a beer and hung out and talked and they probably have a game this weekend. And I was like, it looked awesome. And it just made me think these people are all there playing this sport 
which kind of reinvigorated, like made me think about why I like sports. It's because they're literally doing it because they love to play it. There's no other end game to this. They're not playing professionally. This is it. They're just doing it for fun. And I, I thought it was really cool. It was just kind of one of those moments where like, wow, I have no idea what this game is, but it looks so much like so much fun and they're having a blast and they're working hard. And it was, it was cool. All right. Well, uh, yeah, rugby uh, has not caught on here in the U.S. It's not the it's not the fifth major. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even. Although in the they're top. starting, like you're starting to see something called rugby sevens, where they play with seven players on there, uh, and that's going to be in the Olympics as a as an option, uh, and that's pretty interesting to watch too. And Maurice Claret actually was was working out with the American team for rugby. Oh, was sevens. he really? Yeah, absolutely, and he'd be good at it. Uh, you guys know, and one of our future challenges will be kicking tries with a rugby ball. I have a rugby ball. Uh, I played rugby for Ohio university's club team in 1992, I think it was 93. It's a great year for rugby. Yeah, it was, it was, I was probably five practices in before the game really clicked into my head, but you're, you're exactly right. Coach, like they'll call a play. It'll be like skip two, curl three. And that means, the ball comes out to the back, but you're going to skip the second back, and the third back's going to curl around and get it. And uh, I was, I was, I was a fullback, which means I was the guy in the back that had to come up, and uh, I separated my shoulder. And also, we went out for beer. <laughs> we went out for beer after the game, and uh, it was not one beer. Let me assure you. Oh, I guarantee it. These people don't drink more than one. I remember, I got they they covered the bar top at the cat's eye with beer, and then they bowled me down it. <laughs> God bless rugby into players. Into a bunch of, of bottles. Yeah. And and they at the cat's eye, they were totally fine with that apparently. And and now that I'm a rugby alumni, I'll get an email probably every other year that's like, the university kicked the rugby team off campus again. Please write to the university and tell them to reinstate rugby. And I'm like <laughs> I can see why. Yeah, it's it's quite regular. So yeah, good times, rugby. Yeah. Very good. So uh, I think you'll like actually both of you will like kicking kicking the tries because that ball kind of floats. You just you can get it. Oh, it looks it. fun. It looks like it, yeah. you can get really put your foot into it. Yeah, very good. Okay, so uh, so my last final thought, and this is again from last week too, but uh, it was just about uh, LeBron James opening the I Promise School in Akron. Oh yeah, uh, which I, I think it's an amazing thing, right? It's the school yeah. for underprivileged kids, and as long as they're working hard and getting good grades, he's guaranteeing them four years of tuition at the University of Akron. Oh. It, and, uh, you know, it's in partnership with the Akron Public Schools. And, uh, you know, it's just we talk a lot about him as the athlete on the show. And I just think, you know, he really is a, a decent person. Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, like we say, we talk about him and his his bopping back and forth between teams. But what he does for communities and what he's done for that community is amazing. And that school is not he not a whim. So much thought was put into it. I yep. love it. Yep, it was. It was a and and he was he even tweeted he's like I'm so nervous when that when they were having that opening. So, uh, <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where I'm glad we weren't podcasting like back when he first left Cleveland because I would oh. have a much less charitable <laughs> thing to say about it. Much less. Yeah. Yes. So very good. All right, guys, you got anything else you need to get off your chests? Here we're at one fifteen. This could be another record podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just broke the 100 mark. Yeah, no, I'm good. My chest is clean. How about you, Maestro? Uh, Tiger Woods uh, came in second. Do you guys okay. know who came in first? Brooke. Brooks Kapka. Brooks Kapka? Who? Brooks. Brooks. 
Brooks Proops? Kaka. <laughs> Greg Proops? Brooks Kaka. Brooks Kapka. 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 How do you spell is that? Is it Kapka or is it Kepka? Kepka. It's Kepka. I said it wrong. It's not Kepka. It's Kepka. Kepka. Here's a correction. It's Kepka, not Kapka. It's weird. It's like Sapko and Kafka had a baby and they named it Kepka. <laughs> Kepka. That is correctly correct what happened. Okay, uh, Maestro, are you, you ready to play us oh, out? Yeah. All right, folks, you can pat your David bobbleheads on the head and head to bed. Sports Wednesday is through. Noise. Nice work there, uh, Maestro. Your playing was really, really, really on point tonight. Good work. Really good. Abbreviated. 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 Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.